0: You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I like the tunes Eric Jensen producing for us back there at The Zone today. I yeah,
1: had the theme song for uh, 2020 at the last break. Yeah. Help. Help. I need (laughs) some help. help.
0: Uh, Johnny Lightfoot teching for us today. We're at the Southtown Auto Mall location of Mark Miller Subaru. I'm Austin Horton here with Roger Parkin. Had a great first hour to the show. We'll get more into the Share the Love event now through the 4th of January and what you can do to give back while really just doing better by yourself. Yeah. You guys will do all the heavy lifting of the giving back. We do the heavy lifting. You get a new car. And you get to say, I donated $500 to a local charity. Absolutely. But it's not your $500. Nope. That sounds pretty good to me. Well, it comes from, you
1: know, it's, a, it's been a wonderful program that, like I say, has gone on for 13 years. And it certainly resonates, I think, differently with the public than the shouting, we are got this, we got that, you know, pick your poison. I'm not going to say it. They're sure. all very similar. Sure. Um,
0: there is a lot of shouting.
1: There is a lot of shouting. I'm not
0: sure who decided that shouting gets attention. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I am guilty of that at times in my personal life. Oh, I'm sure we all are. <laughs> and my wife will just look at me and go, you know I don't respond to shouting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I'm raising my volume. I just feel like there. it. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it helps me. I'm a shouter. It helps me. Uh. When I have a problem, if I just complain loudly into the wind about it, I feel better. But everyone okay. around me thinks I'm shouting at them about are. the problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. That's your story, you're sticking to it. Yes, prove uh-huh. it, prove it, prove it. Yep. Uh, we got to talk about this Tesla snake story. Yeah, uh, let's in a hear little about bit. That. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll save that for a moment because first I want to talk about someone at the zone last week or 2 weeks ago or 3 weeks ago so I don't divulge who it was by accident left their car idling uh-huh for nearly their entire shift <laughs> out in the parking lot awesome they I- didn't mean to they didn't know they had done it until they returned to their car and it was on and they burned half a tank of gas yeah sitting out there what damage Could that possibly do? Now he went and had it checked, or she, he or she went and had it checked out. Had it, uh, (laughs) and they said, "Ah, you're good. Just don't do it again." He he got the oil changed. What kind of damage might occur though? Probably none.
1: Really? Probably none. Oddly enough. Really? Yeah.
0: More so that we went from orange to red the next day in the air. Well,
1: you know, he did contribute to that. (laughs) He, she, Um, they. (laughs) So stupid question: Does that
0: car have a smart key? Uh, It has. Or did they
1: leave the keys in the ignition with it running? No, it's
0: not. It's, it's it's. It's a smart key. Yes.
1: Real easy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Real easy to do that.
0: Especially when, I guess the 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 uh, problem was he had done everything via app. Interesting. Uh, and so, but he did. So the key wasn't physically in the car at all. He had a physical key in his pocket. So he's, key trying, so he's his driving, his driving a yet, Hyundai, probably.
1: No, No, I'm just going. That's Hyundai's big thing. Uh, Uh, BMW, does a lot of them do it now. Um, It was an American-made brand. I'll put it
0: that way. (laughs) But anyway, he was really, really embarrassed. They were really, really embarrassed, and Uh, I couldn't stop laughing at them.
1: I'm not surprised. I know uh, many years ago when Toyota came out with Hybrid Avalon, um, Mark and Kathy were Went into a restaurant to eat, and think you know, smart key, shut the doors, look out the window, and their lights are on. This like 10 minutes after they got in there. He realized he never turned it off. Oh. <laughs> but
0: was At know, least it was 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, with smart keys, you know, you got them in your pocket. If you don't hit the
0: button, you walk
1: away from it. I can see doing it.
0: Especially when, uh, if you're like in a Toyota Prius. And yeah, if you're in a hybrid. That yeah. Oh, absolutely. You don't hear the engine revving and, and yep. rolling and, and idling. Yeah, I'm surprised, honestly, it
1: doesn't happen more often.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, they felt really, really, really bad. That is really funny, though. But That'd it's be so something funny. I do. <laughs> they, they were on a, an important call. They So they, when they got there, they walked away. And then when they went out that night, is that my car on? <laughs> and the doors were unlocked. Someone could have just driven the thing <laughs> off. And I think... I think I parked next to them because when I got there, that same description of that same car, which they don't usually drive, was a car I parked next to, and it was idling. But I didn't notice if anyone was in it. <laughs> so I, I may have, I may have been a a, pro, a party to the problem.
1: I know that my wife has left her smart key in our car overnight, and not realized it. With the car on? Not on. Oh. It's unlocked. Yeah. Oh, outside? Outside. Oof. That's happened multiple
0: times. I, uh... You know, know,
1: she'll hand the key to someone else, or they hand it back to her. She doesn't put it in her purse, tosses it somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because now it just needs to be in the car to get the car to turn on. Proximity, (laughs) baby. Proximity. My wife will leave. Uh, We're getting better at not leaving the key in the car. Even though it's inside a garage, I still just don't feel comfortable with it out there. Well, a smart
1: key inside the car will run your battery dead over time.
0: Just sitting there? Mm-hmm. R- the battery for the key? For the car. Oh, wow. Because the car
1: is going out looking for that signal. Ah. So it, it takes quite some time, but sure. it can't happen.
0: Sure, It's draining it. Yes. Incrementally. Interesting. Yeah,
1: you have a certain amount of draw on every battery out there for keeping the radio set. You know, with smart keys, it's looking for a signal. So there's lots of different things that go on and pull power. But, yeah, we have had a few instances of cars turning up dead because the smart key is in the car or in very close proximity so they're talking back and forth
0: wow wow that's too bad
1: yeah you know, it's just you know, something technology. I hadn't thought of. It's yeah technology it's technology yeah you, know, you improve the technology there's always something going on uh, some unintended consequence
0: mm. all right let's talk about uh, this Tesla snake Kay. situation in Frankfurt Berlin Germany oh I do know what you're going to talk about. They, uh, they're they building a big old gigafactory. Batter, yep, battery factory, yep. Near Berlin. Uh, and it's, it's next to this beautiful, incredible forest. Mm-hmm. But they're clearing part of that forest away. They were. <laughs> until the Landeschwurm State Environmental Authority. Let's uh-huh. go with that. You uh, said that so nicely. Landeschwurm Weltamt. <laughs> and tesla will now be consulted because uh, and they've stopped clearing the 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 forest away because they're cutting down more if they cut down more trees they could endanger hibernating snakes that no one knew were there when they started clearing the forest away is there a particular species of snake that's in danger or
1: just could kill it because they're hibernating
0: uh, i th- i think i they don't say in this article what the uh snakes uh, genre is or, or species Yeah. Uh, it just says hibernating snakes Interesting. now uh, it's costing it's right, snakes and dogs <laughs> it's costing Tesla a lot of money every day to just sit there and wait for these snakes to wake up wow they don't have a solution though if these snakes wake up and don't leave you still can't clear the forest away because that's their home that's a problem so what would you do if you're a Tesla in this situation. Might be
1: looking for a new home. <laughs> but well, they've
0: already done a construction. Cl- uh, yeah. It's they've gone halfway clearing this wow. thing down. So now they've they've removed this big swath of forest Oof. to build this factory. And now they can't build the factory until this snake situation gets solved. That's tough. Do you, I don't, do you go in and gently remove the snakes and place them somewhere else?
1: I think you'd probably kill them.
0: Kill the snakes? No, I'm
1: not, saying, I'm not advocating kill the snakes. I say if they did that, it would probably kill the snakes.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If they yeah, tried to yeah, remove that them, Yeah, that came out. Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know what you do with that.
0: Oh, it does say here the species of snake, actually. It's called Coronella austriaca.
1: That's all Greek to me.
0: Uh, it, and uh, tree cutting activity, even if they don't cut a tree that they're in, may disturb its winter slumber. And if they wake up in the winter, they die so that's the whole issue here hmm. all right so uh good luck to tesla <laughs> yeah, good luck and the snake problem uh that's why anytime that you're doing anything you want to do all the homework and research you possibly can before uh i
1: don't you know how you would have found that one out
0: before that if they, no one knew they were there the well the environmentals
1: group nabu says that they knew they were there and they didn't bring this up before because <laughs> why <laughs>
0: Well, that's that's why I'm I mean, like, if, it was if you a, if knew it, about it. If it was
1: a Sierra Club yeah and they knew about it, they'd be shouting it from the rooftops. So to As come back should. to After Effects, well, we knew about it. It's kind of disingenuous.
0: And it's kind of like, if, are you environmentalists? Yeah, apparently not. Or are, or are you just, are just you looking to get a payout or, just, or something? Yeah,
1: yeah, donate to
0: us. Kind of like when Legacy was built. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Fifty years ago. Someone lost their class ring. In an old Corvair. Uh, now, have you ever been in a Corvair? Oh, yes, many times. Have you really? I'm oh, yeah. jealous. Uh, people seem to, it's a polarizing it's, car. It, you know, I, like I the thought Corvair. they were
1: neater than all get out when I was, I was probably 10, 11, and one of my older brother's friends drove one all the time. They were garbage, but they were fun. You had the motor in the back and trunk in the front.
0: Yeah, which is problematic. In many many ways, but I think they're a cool looking car. Yeah, yeah, it was a it's a box.
1: It's a rectangle and they're not a good looking car, but they are
0: they were fun back then. <laughs> well, in the late sixties, the owner of a sixty Chevy Corvair poked around the driver's side footwell to investigate a sticking pedal. Much to his surprise the issue wasn't due to a linkage related problem, it was a class ring that a previous owner or a previous passenger had lost. But over 50 years later now, the ring has been returned to its rightful owner. Uh, There's no mention of a gold ring in the Corvair's parts catalog. So the owner called the dealer he originally bought the car from to ask if someone had reported it missing. But he was told it came from an auction and nothing was known about its past beyond that. According to the Oregonian, the owner kept the ring instead of selling it. He gave it and later the car to his daughter, Cindy, and she stored it in her jewelry box for over 50 years. Wow. Fast forward to this year when they dusted off the ring in hopes of finding its owner. Admittedly, the odds were against her. The only information she had to work with were the initials S U H S A, S S U H S A, and what looked like either an I or a P. She quickly realized the first set of letters corresponds to the South Umqua High School in Myrtle only Creek, Oregon. Only in Oregon, Oregon. Umpqua. <laughs> the last two were likely initials and scanning the school's yearbook gave her a name, Arch Huddleston. How did she have that school yearbook? That, I don't know. That's not that's included pretty, here. That's pretty awesome though. It was an H, not an I or a P. Luckily, Huddleston was the only 1968 graduate whose first name started with the letter A. <laughs> Contacted via email. He told Johnson that he had lost the class ring he worked hard to buy decades ago, and the two agreed to meet uh, in a park to see if he could identify it It was indeed his, though he couldn't remember how or when he had lost it. He said he never owned a Corvair. (laughs) He also remembered his briefcase was stolen in Portland decades ago, and his class ring may have been in it at the time. Pretty crazy.
1: That is insane.
0: Pretty nuts. It's just chilling in a box. The fact that you take
1: the time to go figure that out through the Fifty-year-old yearbooks.
0: Right, uh, and, and it was uh, nuts. she obviously. We've all had a lot of time on our hands this year that we, in other years, haven't. I haven't had. noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but she spent her pandemic <laughs> hunting down this ring donor. Hey, it gave her purpose. It did. Gave it, her something to do, and it's a really cool story. That is awesome. Have you seen the Amazon Zooks? No, what are those? It's not a Dr. Seuss character, no. though it sounds like one. The Amazon Zooks. And the Lorax, the, the, the yeah. cousin of the Lorax. Coming to the neighborhood near you. It can go 75 miles an hour and drive for 16 hours on a single charge. It's a little box with four wheels and a bus-like door on the side. How big is it? Uh, it can fit six passengers at a time, I think I read. Oh, so it's bigger. Yeah. There is no driver. I think I'd be a pass on that on the streets. Built for riders, not drivers, is their slogan. The all electric box on wheels eschews traditional controls, traditional seating, and even traditional notions of a front and back. Not to be confused with Japan's key car of the year, Nissan Rooks. They've named this the The Zooks. Zooks. (laughs) No play on words there. It's bi directional, with each end the same, so it can easily reverse direction. Four wheel steering allows it to maneuver in tight urban spaces. So it can crab walk. Its footprint is tiny. Only 11.9 feet in length. You can't social distance in that. I'm no. sorry, it's out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You've got to give us a bigger one. Yeah. Uh, they, the, the doors Six on either in side. That? I, that's worse I than I an airline. Swear that's what I read.
1: That's worse than an airline. <laughs> You're really packed in yeah, there. That.
0: that's pretty bad. Uh, Zooks was acquired by Amazon in June of this year. The online retail juggernaut has expressed interest in autonomous vehicles that can help deliver packages.
1: What well, makes sense.
0: So who knows, you could be riding alongside an Instant Pot, inkjet refill cartridge, <laughs> and a box set of the office. And uh, so
1: how are they going to get them out of that to the house if they're driverless?
0: That, I guess they will honk or send your app a notification and say, come get your package, but what if you're not home?
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, I just had a new garage door opener put in. One of the benefits is Wi-Fi enabled and whatnot, but one of their selling points, which is not why I bought it, but... Mm. Is that you can sign up so that Amazon can deliver your packages to your garage and open it up when you're not there?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass. <laughs> Hard pass. You don't trust Amazon, huh? No, it's, it's not. I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I, I'm comfortable with a lot of things. Yeah. What I'm not. I have a very similar experience recently. I've asked for said contraption for christmas uh-huh simply because someone in our family has a habit of not closing the garage door no no and so i want to be able to close yeah, it because i get a text when it opens and closes but i didn't realize at the time that when i asked for this gift that it is married to the amazon company no it's not not the one i it's
1: not married okay. the, the, the program it runs on you you can opt in or opt out okay
0: so Amazon can't no, no. Uh, get into my garage you without to, me. You opening have it. to give them permission to. Because I'm with you, I'm not letting anyone into my garage. I don't know. I just I'm not doing it. it th- does that makes me cynical or distrusting? No, sure, it, it's not. It's part of it is I've got
1: one. One dog would stay in. The other will take off.
0: Oh, do they stay in the garage?
1: Well, they. Have, I have dog doors that one goes from the house to the garage, garage to outside.
0: So okay.
1: And the one that likes to run away, likes to hang out in the garage because it's cooler and she's a husky. and Yeah, yeah. She's a pain when she runs away. It turns into a game. She'll start, she'll run out and do her thing and come sit on the front lawn. And you walk out to her, she'll take off. And she'll do that for five, six, seven hours. Oh, my gosh. You know, eventually she'll get tired and come in.
0: So she knows how to get home. Oh, she, she knows, knows the neighborhood right where her
1: home's at. Or she'll show up at our friend's house around the corner and <laughs> go in their house, <laughs> go visit. So, uh,
0: but, but you can't approach her; or she'll run away again. Oh, it's a game. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a game. But <laughs> that aside, I don't know that I want people in my garage. I'm with you there. I'm with you on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the Amazon Zooks. Now, tell me if this is impressive to you: the 75 miles an hour, very, and 16 varied. hours, yeah, and a 16-hour charge. Why can't Tesla do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't anybody do this? Yes. Yeah,
1: I mean that's that's impressive the time and the speed i'm sure if you drove at 75 the whole time it wouldn't be 16 hours worth of charge but that would be awesome for a, a, you know to travel in yeah if you could go you shouldn't be driving for 16 hours a time but yeah if you could do an eight hour drive at 75 miles an hour you can drive from here to san diego yeah yep if you don't have to stop you don't have to bathroom you know but without it, charging it,
0: that'd be great which uh was my wife's experience growing up any road trip they went on there were no well, that was my, oh,
1: my dad didn't believe in them
0: yeah, neither did my father-in-law we're yeah. almost
1: there another 10 hours just ha- hold, hold on <laughs> <laughs> just hang on yeah uh, everyone's yeah. wearing
0: astronaut diapers on this road trip <laughs> that's how we're getting through <laughs> all right
1: well, although i've been accused of that a couple of times <laughs> we came back from moab it's like i'm not stopping <laughs> that's and only I, three and a half hours
0: that's why i am not a road tripper It takes me three hours to get to uh, an hour away.
1: I think if
0: you you approach it the right
1: way and make it about the journey, not the destination, there's a lot of beauty out there. Where? All across the country. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Not Wyoming. Not Nebraska. Not Kansas. It's a different.
1: Not Iowa. You you have to look (laughs) for the beauty. It's like going through, uh, you know, Emory <laughs> County and Huntington. It's desolate, yeah. but there's a beauty to it. In where, Huntington? Huntington and Emory County. Oh, oh. Or Huntington's yeah, yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Emory County and. Is that and where the Kirkham mine County. is
0: or was? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll take our final break here on uh, Utah Car Sense. We'll have the final half hour on the other side. We'll talk more about the shu- Subaru. The The Subaru. The Subaru The Subaru
1: Shirt the the Love. Shirt
0: Sean Conray. Say that fast four times. Shake and not stirred. Yes, sir. The Subaru Share the Love event here on Utah Sense continues (laughs) next.
1: He just rolled over. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hard roll.
0: Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855 340 Zone. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Wrapping up Utah Car Sense this week's final 25 minutes or so. Here at the Southtown Autumn location of Mark Miller's room with the general sales manager of the joint, Roger Parkin.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a prison when you say <laughs> it that way. You're it, in prison here.
0: If this is what prison is like, I'll no commit a crime.
1: Yeah. It's like Hotel California. You check in, you can never leave.
0: <laughs> what is that
1: song about? I don't know which drug that one's about. (laughs) Which drug? I'm I'm assuming it's. I don't know. I'm being smart. It's not
0: about a drug. It's
1: about a a dream. It's just one of those classics that has many good lines in it. It's about a person dying, isn't it? I have no idea. Okay. I've never thought that deeply about it. But (laughs) But usually, most good rock songs, most good songs, come out of drugs. It seems like. We used to.
0: We used to play a game in high school. What's this song about? And we all had to come up with a different meaning for the song. And whatever. Well, it was easy if you're the first person. By the time you're the last person, you're in trouble. <laughs> Whichever one we liked best, that's what that song was about. Uh, the, the Middle by uh, Jimmy World was about being stuck in the middle seat on a long car trip. Oh, that was and the story of my to, life as a kid. You have to find a way to enjoy it still. Uh, but we're, we're doing the, the Share the Love event. Subaru is in their 13th year. We're going to surpass $200 million donated this season. That's
1: pretty incredible.
0: And joining us now is one of our local charities, Vachelle from Fit to Recover. Uh, And we've talked uh, about uh, Fit to Recover before, but the general mission of Fit to Recover is to provide a safe space for people recovering from addiction to replace habits in their life with something healthy. Is that, is that fair to say?
2: Yeah, so our mission is we are here to help people in recovery from substance misuse um, connect through fitness, nutrition, creative arts, and community service.
0: Is it any kind of substance misuse? Do yeah, you, it's you don't uh, disqualify
2: no. one category. <laughs>
1: that wasn't a good enough abuse No, You're out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> sorry, you didn't you didn't use the right drug. Yeah, you can't come.
1: Yeah. go back and try this one. They get
0: back here. No, but, no, no, and, and not to <laughs> and, and not to be facetious, but what what if my addiction is video games?
2: Come on down. Really? I'm not in recovery. Yeah, but I am there to support those that are in recovery because I know I've had many friends who have unfortunately are not around anymore. Family mm. members I mean, we all know someone that has been impacted lots by addiction. So I'm just there to support those who yeah. are struggling.
0: Yeah, I, and I, I, have again, I have no science to back this, but it's my opinion, we all know someone who is an yes. addict. Oh. And whether you know it or not, you know them and they are yeah. an addict and it's something that we need to be more accepting and tolerant of and bring it out into the open so that people can get healthy again and that sounds like uh, what you guys do at Fit to Recover.
2: That's exactly what we do at Fit to Recover. So by offering the safe haven for people to come and connect, they know their peers have gone through the struggles um, just like they have. They can connect with the, each other on that personal level and help keep each other accountable in you know their fitness goals or their nutrition goals or um, their song writing abilities, whatever it is. That keeps them going and yeah. maintaining that recovery. Keeps them they have that community th- to keep them sane. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: exactly you something a good something to, to keep them. Sane. You got to displace that. You got something to do. With something. Yes. Something healthy. Yep.
0: And it's not just throwing weights around and stuff that you guys do there. But it, it, I, I know it's hard to tell with this uh physical physique before you. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't been as great at exercising this year as I probably would have liked to or needed to be. If I was in a situation where I needed a place like Fit to recover but I was not in the greatest shape, should that discourage discourage someone from coming in?
2: Absolutely not. We are not there to shame you on your fitness physique. Um, we meet you wherever your, your level is. Um, I mean, the community member are people who have had years of substance misuse. So they are
3: mm.
2: not, some of them are not in peak physical condition. Some are struggling with, um, you know, eating disorders. And some are in peak physical condition. And and our lead nutritionist is a, is a professional athlete. Mm. So the spectrum is broad. Each person is there to meet you where you're at. The newcomer, um, we just want you to feel safe and comfortable and have new friends
0: that's, the, that's g- awesome. the goal is not to make the Olympics
2: no it, it is not the it goal is, is, d- is to be healthy it's yeah. to, it's to trick you to being <laughs> friends with other other people in recovery I, I, I
1: love the underlying thing it's to trick you to become friends with other people isn't every service
0: group? in our life more or less to trick us into something <laughs> when we really true think about true yeah you know, <laughs> I'm tricked into being no I got like <laughs> I have to trick my daughter to eat sometimes here comes the plane oh, I wonder what that. I have to be tricked to do in
1: my life
2: or go to bed. You have to like dangle some bacon over. (laughs) (laughs) That's to get
1: him out of bed. Oh, (laughs) Oh bacon, come on. (laughs) Uh, You can get me to do anything for some bacon, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, Uh. If someone
0: out there is is interested, how can they find out how to get uh, into the program?
2: So you can reach us um, uh, at fit dot recoverorg You can give us a phone call, 410-801-410-8988. If you're interested and aren't able to financially pay the $40 membership, we have scholarships. We will not turn anyone away. You don't have to come just to exercise. We have other programs. If you want to just come and do the nutrition education classes with the registered dietitian, we have that. If you're just wanting to come get your jam on, we have classes for you. Um, If you want to just come and do community service outreach events, we're we're just there to help you however you need that's
0: us great so it's 801
2: 410-8988
0: all right that's vichelle from fit Thanks, to guys. recover thank you thank so you. much appreciate you coming and uh, that's what she mentioned about the scholarships that's yeah. what the good of share the love event steps exactly. in and helps is that 500 dollars that's donated it covers yep. a lot of scholarships there there's a lot of good so come on down to mark miller subaru get yourself that car you've been wanting for a long time anyway the all-wheel drive selection across the board pretty much on the Subaru line. And uh, they've got, you've got great selection now, great inventory, and you'll get to do some good in the community at the same time. Absolutely. What is the most popular vehicle right now in Subaru? It's out, in, this, in this market, I in should In this say. market, it's
1: Outback Forester almost one-to-one. Really? Right this month, we're selling more Outbacks, and it's probably more because of supply. But last
0: month was maybe Forester.
1: It was almost fifty-fifty last oh, yeah. month. So it's just those two cars have really hit the the niche, and and has done a great job of designing them and making them comfortable. And you have the Forester, so you know. Yes. We um,
0: thought we were going to get the Outback, by the way. But we yep. There's we things
1: about the Forester that, that, you know, you have better visibility out of the Forester because yeah. a little more vertical, a little more glass space.
0: I like the garage space. That is, it the takes up less garage smaller. space mm-hmm. than the Outback.
1: The ride is virtually identical to the Outback now, which is you know one of my complaints about it several years ago, as it was just didn't feel right to mm. me. But uh, Subaru did, took care of that in two thousand seventeen, and improved it with the new um, global platform, and yeah. it's just a wonderful car. I know. I think that's probably what we'll end up with the next go around is is a probably a Sport Forester or Touring or yeah. We got one more year, at least the, my last car year this month. <laughs> Two years ago this month.
0: Do you still have your dog car? No. That, um,
1: that, that gave it up, huh? We we actually gave it to an individual that needed it worse than my dogs did. Oh, good. Um, And it's still running strong, oddly enough. Good. But I did just... Add another little lumpy car to the fleet. A lumpy car? <laughs> That's what I call them, lumpies. <laughs> old, old cars that probably ought to be put out to pasture. But we took an uh, old 2003 S10 pickup truck in on trade about a month ago. It's like, I need just a yard truck that I can go to the dump, go yeah. to you know, Home Depot. So that's now attitude. If it
0: gets scratched and dented, you kind of Don't shrug. care. Yeah, Don't yeah. care. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> it, it might move 1,000 miles a year, but, yeah. you know, it's just it's perfect. I, there's been, a, especially this year, there's probably been two dozen times I wish I had a truck.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, so I've had to rent Home Depot's truck to do some <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. No, they actually have nice trucks, but it's kind of a pain.
0: But, the, but I'm saying to have to, yeah, that's. Yeah, so and add another expense on a home improvement trip. Yeah, uh, you know just whatever you think you're going to spend, just double it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Subaru and, the, and their lines and the the work they're doing on design, they've confirmed that they're launching a new all-electric Electric. model in yeah. the European mm-hmm. market soon. It will share the same platform as a Toy- Toyota EV, and it's the yep. size of a Forester. Yep. What do you know about this vehicle?
1: About what you just read okay. there. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, you know, That was just announced two, three days ago. Um, but only in Europe. Which is kind of interesting because you would, th- I, I don't know the European market, so, mm-hmm. but you would think with the demand for electric, and again, we're back to kind of an infrastructure chicken versus the egg issue here, but um, maybe especially work out the bugs over there, but you know, that you're going to see more and more partnered vehicles from Toyota and Subaru, Uh, Toyota owns 20% of Subaru. Um, We share platform car with the BRZ and it's going to go more, there's going to be more crossover and every auto company out there has partnerships with people because development, research and development is atrociously expensive. Yeah. And literally the second a new car hits the ground, they're already designing the next generation to replace it.
0: Was it, was it the, Chevy Malibu that had a Corolla engine for quite a long no,
1: time? No, it was, it was the Geo Prism and Corolla came down the same assembly okay. assembly line in what is now the Tesla plant in Numi. It was the Numi plant in uh, California. That was... Out in Fremont? J- yeah, uh, Fremont. Uh. That was a joint venture between GM and, and Toyota for 20 years. Wow. And the funny thing about that, having worked at our Toyota store for almost 20 years, uh, we had a Two Corollas come in with GeoPRISM interiors in them. They grabbed the <laughs> wrong stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see why they sell this stuff cheaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: That's pretty but, funny.
1: Uh, and you saw it also with the Matrix and the, uh, the Vibe were built on the same oh, the lines. the Vibe. Well, yeah. the, I take that back. Matrix was built in the Fremont. The Vibe was built up in Ontario, Canada. Oh, wow. But same platform, same just different interiors.
0: But you're right. That's there's a, there's a partnership. There's in tons. Any car there brand. are tons yeah. of partnerships. Uh, and Toyota and Subaru have been tied together for a long time. No,
1: they, no, they haven't. I mean, Subaru was tied with. Uh, they've been. They were tied with Saab for a while. I mean, there's there's been a lot of different. Why iterations. think it was? Oh, I'm thinking of Mazda. Ford were tied together for a long time.
0: Yeah, I, for some reason, I think my mind went to Lexus and Toyota, which is the a Lexus, Toyota, Toyota product. Sister mm. comp- yeah, mm. and, you
1: know, and it's interesting because Lexus, when they first started doing Lexus, it was really just dressed-up versions of Toyotas, and they've kind of really separated that out a little bit. They share a lot of things, obviously, mm. but they certainly have made the designs different on most of their cars.
0: Well, and, and especially with countries in Europe going to the combustion bans, this is an important move for Subaru. Yeah, it's it's... You know, look at California, they say they're
1: banning combustion engines by twenty twenty five. I don't know how they can do it.
0: And by I the don't way, have sell the of, Sell of combustion. Right. Yeah. You can if you have a combustion car they're not gonna shove it off into the ocean.
1: I don't think they've realized the tax implications of not letting people buy I, I my predictions that'll change. I mean it's a great I think it's really a great um idea for but the environment. They're lacking I mean. in their execution of realist reality
0: seems like there's a few more steps between combustion and no combustion that well, we can it's start
1: you right. back to infrastructure you
0: yeah. know is chicken or the egg and you know it's a little bit of both right now how about we move towards something of every car is offered with a hybrid option
1: i think h- me plug-in hybrids probably i think that's especially in the west i think that's a more realistic mode i'm with you yeah you know jeff Loves it. He drives a hybrid Crosstrek. George has a hybrid Crosstrek. I was talking with George the other day. He got seventeen hundred miles on his first take of fuel, but most of his driving's from his house down State Street to the store and back. Yeah. Now he's skiing more, so the gas mileage has dropped. But for the first five months, you know, there was not a lot of freeway driving on that car. Yeah. And you drive electric most times, so you're not gassing very often.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I think it makes sense in a lot more. Uh, people's lives right now than right. a straight electric. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, and the electric cars, I know I've got a friend that runs a uh, tire store and he loves Teslas because they go through tires quite fast because you've got all that torque straight out of the shooting and if you've ever followed a Tesla up the street Watch him from a stoplight is to the floor and gone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there goes some more rubber. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves it.
0: Well, while we're talking about uh, EVs and hybrids and, yeah. and the uh, environment, the world carbon dioxide emissions has dropped 7% you, since uh, the pandemic hit. Thank you, COVID. It's that, the largest drop ever recorded. Now, How does, much do you drive now? Or does your family drive now? W- we drive to work and okay. home. Uh, now that December has hit, we do a couple nights a week, drive around and look at Christmas lights. Okay. But outside of that, that's all we're doing. So We I've get or, our groceries delivered. Oh, yeah. It's, we don't do any driving. I figure if I
1: could keep my wife out of the store, I'd save 100
0: bucks every time I can do that. I, I, I'm so guilty of going when I go into the big club stores. They're really good at Oh, they're so good. He, f- someone posted a receipt the other day from their Costco trip, and it had two things on it. I said, that's a fake. There's no, no chance if, that's if,
1: if true. If I'm going to Costco, I usually try to make a list and go very specifically. Keep your blinders on. <laughs> no, I'll look, but I'm pretty. Your willpower is strong. I'm pretty good at sticking to what I need, unless I happen to see something. Oh yeah, I forgot I needed that. Yeah. Or, well, that looks good. I'm good, but no, for the most part, I can get in and out of Costco probably in ten,
0: fifteen minutes usually. So you've you're the type of personality that has never. Or rarely impulse bought anything. Oh, no, I've impulse bought lots of <laughs> things. I just have changed <laughs> my attitude. Have you ever <laughs> purchased something from a door-to-door salesperson? Uh, yes. You have? Yep. Care to share what it was? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not very. The hair plugs didn't work then is what I Obviously. <laughs> they, worked, they worked really well. It, it just <laughs> took it all the way back. Um, I, I no. did the door-to-door sales thing one summer and felt so. Slimy? Yes. It's a different gig. It's I I don't
1: really know why you would do that in this day and age with work, both parents working. That's a lot of door knocking
0: to get people to answer the door. Someone knocked on our door this summer and I lost it on them. Really? We're why? In a pandemic. You're not I didn't invite you to my house. I didn't invite you onto my porch. But you also don't have to answer your door either. Well
1: Turn on that ring and say, Get out of here. <laughs>
0: what do you want? I, I just said, this is not the year to be just unannounced, showing up on people's doorsteps, breathing in their face.
1: No, I think, yes. And most of them walk up without masks on. and They were not wearing a mask. You know, I've had a, we've been doing some, some remodeling in the house or on the outside of the house this last few months. And hmm. it's been an interesting experience with contractors and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because they. I, they really don't take it that seriously. <laughs> They've got so much work right now. Oh my goodness! They are. The pandemic has been good for that industry. Pandemic's
1: been good for a lot of industries. The RV industry's gone wild. Um, you know, look, at, walk through a Home Depot or Lowe's and look at their supplies. You can't find a lot of good wood in there <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, geez, hot tubs. Anything that has to do with home.
0: Oh, yeah. Our Bullfrog Spas uh, people have, th- their their business has exploded.
1: So we looked at Bullfrog back in August. And if you put the deposit down then the delivery is coming up mid-January.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, They're full. Good product, though. Great product. I love that it's a Utah product. Too. Yeah. Uh, well, I went another way than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't want to wait till January, yeah. No,
1: it wasn't even about that. Huh. It wasn't about spa, Yeah. But.
0: I got you. Uh, before we break, because we are a minute away wow. from the end of the show. Holy smokes. Uh, the Highway Patrol wants to make sure your holiday season doesn't turn into an ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, the agency, <laughs> ugly Christmas poster, really. The agency <laughs> announced its drive sober or get pulled over campaign last Tuesday. The annual NO Push is an effort to prevent drinking and driving, obviously, during the holidays. Uh, The department is using ugly sweaters as a way to remind drivers not to have an ugly holiday. Starting uh, last Wednesday and running through the 1st of January, Nick Street, Utah Highway Patrolman, says the law enforcers from 21 agencies will be conducting 154 extra DUI shifts statewide. The Highway Patrol alone will have 125 extra shifts for troopers to patrol the freeways looking for all violations, including impaired driving. Uh, and according to a recent study, the UHP stated that the number one reason for people to drive while intoxicated during the holidays is being overconfident about their level of sobriety. Just, oh, yeah. Just pretend you're as, just tell, convince yourself you are st- three sheets to the wind and get a ride. Uber, Even if you, even lift, if you could make it cheap. Don't risk Uber it. Uber, Yeah, don't just do it. Just
1: don't destroy your life over a drink.
0: And have a good or holiday Or someone season. else's, yes. Exactly. Well, Roger, thanks for having us down here. It was nice. Thank of you, you for being here. Good to see you.
1: You have a happy holidays. You too. We'll see
0: you till after. Well, we may not see each other till next year. Probably not. We,
1: you and I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, we went for nine months without seeing each other. So <laughs> it
0: was other than Zoom, it, it, that's right. And I, that I even got to know. I, d- I
1: got to know the back wall of your production studio really <laughs> well. <laughs> that nice. Paint, uh, it, that paint that it. We've Please, it. Paint it. We've painted it. Please paint it. We've painted it three times. I know. Just so take it out.
0: <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's Roger Parkin here at the Southtown uh, Auto Mall location for Mark Miller Subaru. Thanks to Vachelle for Fit to Recover and Joseph who spoke to us about Spy Hop. For Johnny Lightfoot here on location, Eric Jensen back in the studio. I'm Austin Horton. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week on Utah Carson.